Hello, and welcome to the Spiritual Expansion and Ascension Podcast, your guide on this crazy spiritual journey with me, Melissa Fike. This podcast is for those who want to expand their consciousness and dive deep into the Great Awakening and the next paradigm shift. We'll be exploring all sorts of metaphysical and mystical topics, including timelines, parallel realities, the matrix, the quantum field, manifestation, aliens, the Akashic Records, and so much more. It's time to raise your vibe. Well, hello, and today we are doing part two of the Surprising Ways You Sabotage Your Intuition. This podcast is going to go through the second part. So if you haven't listened to part one, it's in podcast number 31. But this is part two, and I'm going to help you understand ways that you sabotage your ability to connect with your own higher consciousness. But before we get into this episode, I'd love to read another review. And this review is from Julia. Thank you so much. I really appreciate these reviews. And Julia says, my goodness, what a gift. This podcast is awesome. So glad Melissa started this podcast because her energy and wisdom is such a gift to share. Always something to learn, absorb and meditate on great energy and vibes in each of her messages. Melissa shares her experiences, insights, and helpful tools along this spiritual journey. Highly recommend if you want to raise your vibration. Thank you so much, Julia. And if you'd like to leave a review, I'd really appreciate that. And please subscribe to this podcast. Now on to the episode. Okay. So let's talk about subconscious programming, because unfortunately, that's a huge way that we sabotage our intuition. So the ego actually responds to subconscious programming. The reason is because the subconscious programming is under the radar and the ego uses all these old programs and recordings to evaluate what's happening in our world. So the ego uses your thoughts and your feelings, especially about yourself or your self-worth to tell you if that the intuitive hit that you just got is wrong. Nope, that's not right. Nope, nope, you're wrong. You didn't get that right. That's not what you're supposed to do. You better rethink this. You better go ask your mom. You better go ask your best friend or your psychic reader. You better do that because, yep, the ego says you are wrong. You are wrong for what you're thinking or feeling. We don't want you to do that. That sounds way too scary. Stay in your little bubble. Stay in your little box. Don't go anywhere. And this the ego sabotages your intuition all the time. I've watched this over and over and over again, where someone will say to me, you know, I felt that I should do that, but I just am too afraid, too unaware. I don't know what to do. What should I do? It's because even though they know on every level that this is the direction they should move, 
Their ego tells them otherwise, and they listen to that. And that's all about their own subconscious programming. Be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. That's what our subconscious programming is all about. Be fearful, bad world. Be afraid. If you do something like that, nobody will love you. If you go out and do some spiritual work or go to a spiritual class, the people in your church will disown you. The people in your family will hate you. You'll lose your job, right? These are these stories that we make up to sabotage our own intuition. It happens all the time. Unfortunately, I've seen it so much that it's kind of part of um, <laughs> just, I see it so all the time. So just pay attention to it, please pay attention. So let's talk about trusting your intuition. Half of all the spiritual seekers or light workers that I talk to say that they don't trust their intuition. Half of all of the intuitive people, spiritual seekers, light workers, star seeds, whatever you want to label yourself as, um, most of the ones that I talk to say, I don't trust my intuition. On some level or another, they'll say that. And the real thing is that they just don't trust themselves. Trust isn't about intuition. Trust is inner trust. I trust me. The thing is that I do trust me, which is why my intuition is really clear because I trust that wherever I'm headed, what's ever going on in my world or in my environment or in my own inner sanctuary is perfect. I trust it. I trust the multidimensional beings that work with me. I trust my higher guidance. It's because I trust me. I trust that even if I make a mistake, it can be easily rectified. Of course, that's what the Course in Miracles tells us, that every mistake can be rectified, can be changed. You are not destined or stuck in something. Now, trust is such a huge thing for all intuitive seekers. I'm telling you right now, every spiritual person, almost everyone talks about trust at one time or another. But it's really your ego that's saying that. Your ego doesn't want you to trust your intuition. Your ego doesn't want you to trust your own higher consciousness. And maybe you've had a ton of intuitive hits over and over and over again, all these great intuitive hits. And you've known even that you haven't had intuitive hits, but you sabotage them even. You'll say, yes, I know I had that intuitive hit that time, but I'm not really sure if that was intuition. So even there, you said, I know it, but I don't know if it was. So you're sabotaging it. You're telling the universe, I don't want any more intuitive hits because I don't trust them. What you want to do, and this is something I've taught my um, classes for many years, is when you get an intuitive hit, you go, woohoo, I want more of that. Come on, higher consciousness. Come on, universe, more of that. That was good. I knew that um, so-and-so was going to call call me, right? Woohoo! Yep, intuitive hit. So you want to celebrate all your intuitive hits everything in your intuition. Celebrate it because energetically, what does that celebration do? It brings more of that energy to you. And even if you have an intuitive hit 
that is past. Like, geez, you know, I knew I was supposed to go and visit my best friend today. And yeah, she needed me. And I knew that even though you didn't follow through with your intuitive hit, it still counts as intuition. Following through does not make it intuitive. Knowing it, feeling it, sensing it, hearing it, Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be the most intuitive person in the room? Advancing your intuition is such an important part of your spiritual development. I'm so excited to share with you my new advanced psychic intuitive training. I've spent over 20 years helping spiritual seekers like you to discover and unlock their psychic abilities. My approach isn't just about developing psychic skills, but about aligning with your deepest spiritual truth and tapping into your divine wisdom that resides within you. I'm humbled and blessed to have taught thousands of students to accelerate their intuition. They've gained confidence, clarity, and a renewed sense of purpose. And you can too. So take this opportunity to live a more intuitive, enlightened life. You're ready for this, and I'm excited to support you on your spiritual journey. Go to melissafike.com slash psychic to sign up today. This isn't just a course. It's a path to awakening your true self. So let's walk this path together towards a life of wisdom, clarity, intuition, and spiritual growth. Just go to melissafeik.com slash psychic, and I'll see you there. That is intuition. Whether you follow the guidance or not does not matter. Nope. Doesn't matter a bit because if you feel that you are disconnected and that you don't sense your own intuition inside, then even if you get an intuitive hit, you're not even going to know it's there. So I want you to look at your life. Like I'm sure there are many times that you got intuitive hits and you didn't follow through, but that it was still your intuition. And I really do believe that still counts because that's what intuition is. But your ego, that silly little ego, wants to sabotage you into trusting your ego's voice more than your intuition. And you've been taught over and over and over again, trust your ego. Trust me. Trust me. I know better. I'm smarter. I can tell you how you feel. Don't worry about what you're feeling. I know how you feel. No, your ego can't tell you how you feel because your ego's only running from its subconscious programming. So it can't tell you how you feel. It wants you to trust your ego's voice, not your higher consciousness voice. And it sees itself as protecting you. Yes, I know. It's weird how what the ego does. So I want you to start questioning everything in your world. Does that feel like intuition? Do I feel it in my body? 
instead of running around trying to find your answers, oh my gosh, how many times I'm trying to find all my answers. Where are they? Where are my answers? I want my answers. Where are they? That's what people do all the time. Don't run around like a chicken with your head cut off looking. Oh, that's such a graphic. (laughs) Wow. Sorry about that. (laughs) That's very graphic. Don't run around trying to find an answer. Why don't you just sit back and allow the answer to come to you? Okay. You know what? I feel like I'm not sure what to do next. Show me universe. Show me. Let the universe show up for you because you don't want to sabotage it by trying to find it somewhere. So start questioning everything. Um, If you receive any intuitive guidance, don't rationalize it. Don't rationalize and convince yourself out of your intuition. Your ego will try to communicate that this is wrong or that you still need to get somebody else's opinion. Yes, of course the ego does that. It's sabotaging you and that's okay. It's all right. Don't, you know, we don't get, it's just part of our evolutionary experience to understand the ego's voice and the higher consciousness voice. That's what the awakening is all about. Our awakening is understanding the difference between 3D and 5D, the understanding between our, our ego's voice and our higher consciousness voice. And you want to be more present with that. So you keep yourself stuck when you get into this place, should I, shouldn't I? And your ego's sabotage or pulling you in the wrong direction. So guess what? You don't do anything. You don't follow your intuition. And then you're still stuck in the same place, like I said before. Now, let's talk about fear. This is a huge way that many, many, many people sabotage their intuition. I always quote myself (laughs) and my quote is fear is ego's playground, meaning fear has nothing to do with your higher consciousness, your higher self, higher level beings. Fear only comes from the ego or from the body, keeping the body safe. Technically fear comes from the um, adrenal glands that says you better run, you better fight, you better, you know, hide away. You better do something to protect yourself because there's a fire. There's some sort of animal coming after you. There is a problem, um, you know, like a car coming in your direction, right? You need to jump out of the way. That's what that is. But what's happened is we've created fear. And then we've created this subconscious programming around fear. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. When my kids were little, I actually encouraged them to do things that were a little scary for them because I wanted to teach them that fear can be overcome and not to be afraid of their world. I remember they were like two years old and I'm having them climb things. And I'm like, it's okay. Here, put your hand right there. Good job. Now put your foot here. I would have them do things, even though they may have been a little afraid, that was probably outside of their comfort zone maybe even. But I encouraged them to do it because I didn't want them to be afraid of their environment or be afraid of taking chances or risks in their lives. And I really um, adhere to that. And it's because 
Fear freezes us. It disconnects us from our intuition and it holds us back in all areas of our lives. But maybe you were taught fear. Maybe you have old trauma, stuck trauma in your energy bodies that held, hold you in a place of fight, flight, freeze, hide. And that will keep you more fearful in your life. And I know for myself, I've disengaged from so much of that old trauma with my own energy system that I'm not afraid of a lot. I mean, I'm sure that if I was taken up in an airplane and told to jump out with a parachute, I'd be pretty afraid. Um, but that would be because it would interfere with my life and my ego and my subconscious and my physical body would say, hell no, don't jump out without the parachute, right? So maybe there'd be a little fear there, but we don't need to live in this BS fear energy. So the ego sabotages you or and the subconscious sabotage you because it would convince you that you should be afraid. Be afraid. Be afraid of your intuition. Be afraid if you don't get the answer right. It also will sabotage you and make you be afraid of being wrong. Be afraid that you might be wrong. You might make the wrong decision. Something else might be wrong. So you'll live in this place of things being wrong or fearful that something might not be right. And it will happen. It, it's pretty amazing what will happen with that. So some spiritual people actually feel that they are um, special. And this is another way fear connects us. Some spiritual people will think that they're special if they tap into negative intuitive hits, like, oh, I know when you're going to die. I remember the first time someone told me that they said, I can look into your eyes and tell you when you're going to die. And I thought, is that a gift? <laughs> I thought that's a pretty negative thing. And, and I don't want to know when I'm going to die because if I die tomorrow, then I die tomorrow. So it's interesting, but this person was really peacocky about it. They thought, look at me. I know when you're going to die. What? <laughs> so what happens is that we get caught up in the glamour of negative spiritual hits, negative intuition. And just be conscious of that. I know when this is going to happen, this bad thing is going to happen. And you don't want to look into your world and look for all negative things because that's what you'll attract in your life. And that's what people don't understand. They think, oh, well, I'm intuitive. So I'll, I know when that's going to happen, that bad thing, this bad thing, that person's going to have hurt, get hurt or whatever it is, whatever the negativity thing is or lower frequencies that they're connecting with lower frequencies. And I know that these bad things are going to happen or the bad beings are going to attack you or anything like that. And they're looking for that. But guess what? That's what is attracted to them. So if you're putting out there that you want negative intuitive hits, you're going to attract more negativity and more lower frequencies. So that's totally up to you. But I'm just giving you an awareness of that. They may feel special that they were right, that someone got into an accident or had cancer. And you don't want to attract that to you because that's lower still in that astral plane energy. 
So they're using their own energy of fear to receive their intuitive gifts. So it's coming more from a fearful place because it feels more special. And um, gosh, I've seen so many times where people are given negative readings and it affects them in a very powerful way. It actually feeds their fear and it kind of freaks them out. And I've actually had people come to me and say, you know, so-and-so gave me this reading or I got another reading from another intuitive person. And that intuitive person told me that um, this bad thing is going to happen. And now I'm afraid and now this and that. And they're like, I don't know what to do. And it actually hurts them and attracts that to them. Now, I'm not saying that you may not get some sort of a negative um, reading, but usually it shouldn't scare the bejesus out of you. It just shouldn't. Now let's talk about um, your intuitive power and what that is. So let's think about this. No intuition is 100% right never can be because we're sovereign beings and we can change anything in our energy fields. So nothing is 100% right. You're a sovereign being and you can change your energy at any time, any time, any place, anywhere you can change that. So if you get a reading that if you do these things, this is some bad things that can happen to you, you can change that. Or if you take that job, it may not help your family in the way that you think it's going to help them. Well, change that. Change the energy. Now, how it's going to change or how you're going to do it differently, that's up to you. Um, so once I was in a class um, teaching intuitive development at the time, and I was giving everyone a yearly reading. Uh, sometimes I would do that in January where I'd give everyone one card reading for the whole year. It was kind of just a fun thing to do. And um, one person's reading had a lot of difficulty in the reading. It was really interesting. A lot of cards that um, made things look like it was not going to be the best year of her life and some reverse cards and everything else. And I said to her, I don't know why this reading is like this. And I'm going to trust that you understand that you are in charge of your sovereignty. You are in charge of your life and you can start changing these readings each month. So if something comes up for you, stand in your power, in your heart, in your love, and tell yourself that you know that you are going to be st strong and, and persevere through this with love. And you can also change it with your own energy. What you can do with that is you can start recognizing where the lower frequencies are being attracted to you. And changing that and working on yourself and not also um, not spiritually bypassing, which is part of what this person's thing was. They would spiritually bypass a lot. 
So, but they could change the reading and they can change the reading. I want you to feel empowered that you can change anything in your life. You are not destined to any intuitive hits, anything anyone has told you ever. You're sovereign being and you have the energy. What you put out there is what you get back. So what frequency are you putting out to bring forward? The other thing about intuition is everyone has it. There's no one who's special, no one who doesn't have it. Because again, you can sabotage yourself and prove to yourself or even tell yourself that you are not intuitive. That can't be true. There's no way everyone on this earth plane isn't intuitive. We just aren't present enough to recognize our intuition. That's it. So let's do this. Let's treat your intuition like a fun game. Um, and you, I use the word game because it makes everything more fun, more open energy. Um, you're not so serious about getting it right. I have to get this right. Your ego's not involved. So I always say intuition is a game. Treat all your intuition, all your intuitive gifts, everything as a game. Um, and what you don't want to do when you are looking to receive intuitive guidance, please don't ask really hard questions. If you're newer at receiving intuitive experiences and intuitive gifts, please don't ask yourself if you should marry someone or if you should move to Timbuktu and raise goats. <laughs> please don't do that. Start with very mundane things, because when they start showing up for you, you're going to trust your intuition more. If it's a really um, life altering question, you're going to have more sabotage, more disconnect from the answers. Now, the other part of that is you don't want to ask your intuition something you're already attached to. And I've seen this many times. Um, I'll give you an example of that. When I was pregnant with my daughter, um, at the time, I didn't want to know what sex it was. Now I knew with my son, 100%. I knew when I got pregnant, the second I was pregnant or second, I knew I was pregnant. Even before that, I knew it was going to be a boy. I knew I was having a baby. I knew I was going to have a boy. No question. I knew it 100%. And, um, I really just wanted an, a girl <laughs> to be honest with you. And of course that was my ego's wants at the time. So we'll be honest with about that, but I wanted a girl um, mostly because I knew if I had another boy, I'd probably have another child. And I really felt like two was enough for me, but I would have tried for a third. And because my family's super fertile, we, I probably would have had a third. Um, but I felt like two was enough and I really wanted a daughter. So here I am. I do the reading. I do a tarot reading. Um, and that's what I knew at the time. Uh, I was a tarot reader back then. Um, so I did a tarot reading and it was neutral. And I was like, no, I want to know the answer. So I did it again. And again, it was a neutral answer, meaning there was no yes or no to that. And I was like, wait a minute. And I was like, you know what? I really want the answer to be yes. So I'm sabotaging my answer. And the cards are sabotaging my answer because I so wanted to be a girl. Yep. My intuition was holding back because I was too attached to what the answer was instead of allowing it to come through or just allowing it to happen. Since I didn't want to know, and you could find out, I could have found out if it was a boy or a girl, 
but that's just the funny thing about things like that, right? So if you're attached to the reading, you're not going to get the same answer. Oh, I want to just tell you um, a different part to that whole thing. So my son, who was um, around two, two and a half, around two and a half, he would insisted that I was having a girl. He would say, and my sister, and my sister, and my sister. And I was like, well, we don't know. It could be a boy or a girl. Oh, no, mommy. It's my sister. Oh, no, mommy. It's my sister. <laughs> so cute. Um, so he knew. <laughs> I should have just trusted him. Um, but actually, that probably was after this whole thing. Uh, anyway, so when you are attached, you definitely sabotage your intuition. And most likely, you're not going to act on it because you are sabotaging it. So everything is intuition. If you get an intuitive hit, even if you don't act on it, it's still an intuitive hit. Um, the other thing I like to tell people is go into your heart and ask your heart, what does it say? It's more connected to your higher consciousness. Your heart's more higher consciousness connected. So definitely ask your heart for your intuition. Um, don't worry about your third eye being open. Oh my gosh, I need to have my third eye to receive my messages. So don't worry if your third eye is open. It's not about having a third eye opening. It's so much more than that. I want to share with you something that I have. It's called the Intuitive Awakening Series. And I love this series because it actually has two courses on intuitive development. And one of them actually is a powerful way to connect to your intuition and to trust your intuition. There's a chakra course and also a very powerful meditation to open up your third eye. I'm not saying don't open up your third eye. What I meant was don't worry about your third eye opening. So there are also three bonuses in this intuitive awakening um, class. And one is automatic writing. The other one is spiritual prote protection. And the other one is the 10 best crystals to increase your intuition and psychic abilities. And this intuitive awakening series is some of the best work I've ever done. And I love this. It's, it's everything that I have accumulated through, you know, 20 years of teaching intuitive, 15, 18 years. Gosh, I can't even remember how many years I've taught intuitive development. Um, all these years, I've brought it all into this series. So I hope you have a beautiful, blessed day. Don't forget to subscribe and to leave a review. And please subscribe to my YouTube channel and send you so much love.